Hi, welcome to Coaching with Katrin Mack. I've spent years working as a coach and consultant for businesses, both startups and established and organisations, hearing about individual aspirations, plans, ideas and dreams. These people have made the first move towards making them a reality as they've realised working with someone who will challenge them to do what they want, hold them accountable, move them out of their comfort zone and champion them when the going gets tough really works with lots of tools and techniques along the way to change thinking and behaviour. And it really helps you get you to where you want to be. You might be in a similar position. You might be thinking of starting a business, of changing something, of uh, finding a new job, a new career. Um, Or you might be wanting to do something differently. Whatever it is, you might be realising that there's something holding you back. You might be putting things off, knowing that they need to be done to make the changes necessary, but you're just finding other stuff to do and avoiding those important tasks that will really enable you to move on. So in these podcasts, I'm going to be looking at things that I've noticed hold people back. Um, From working as a consultant and coach, I am privileged to be able to hear firsthand what is going on for people. And I notice a lot of commonalities we're all the same when it comes down to some of the challenges that hold us back. There's lots of themes that recur um, and they form barriers that block us from making the move. Fortunately, I've found that most of these are surmountable. And I hope that some of the things I talk about will resonate with you, with you and give you some reassurance that we're all human. We all struggle with various aspects of life and work, relationships, communication. And that it is possible to find a way around these barriers if you're prepared to put some effort in. Listen to them a couple of times and decide what you'll take away and do differently. Make a commitment to yourself. Don't just listen. Make that decision to actually change something, do something differently. And ask yourself, how important is it to you to actually make what you want happen? Today I'm going to look at one of the big obstacles I hear over and over and over again and that's lack of confidence or lack of self-belief which really does hold us back. It's something that pretty much everyone struggles with more or less. Some people are really good at hiding it and can come across as confident accomplished people but I can guarantee that when you get them into a safe space where they can talk freely You'll hear all sorts of self-doubt and worries. But they've learned that to achieve what they want, they have to overcome these and dive in regardless. When I discuss confidence with clients, some will say they don't want to be too confident as that means they'd be arrogant. I think this really holds people back as well, doesn't it? That we have this fear that we'll go from quiet, self-doubting person who's a bit humble to suddenly being a super arrogant, shouty one. It's really important to challenge this belief as the likelihood of this happening overnight is so low. You're still in control. You're still able to decide how you come across. And having self-belief makes it all a lot easier. So how can we increase our confidence levels? So start where you are. 
How do you feel when it comes to confident levels at the moment? It's not always easy to answer. Maybe ask yourself if there are situations or scenarios where you lack confidence and this lack of confidence makes you withdraw or avoid it. Maybe you get stressed or anxious. It can help to write these things down. I mean, it's natural to have good and bad days when it comes to confidence. And the more tired, stressed or perhaps unwell we are, the more the self-doubt can kick in. Ask yourself if these times are frequent. You can get a good picture of your confidence levels by asking these questions and assessing how they affect your life and work. So working out where you are now, we can move on to thinking about how would you like to be in an ideal world? Let's start with the end in mind. It might be that you can do anything you want within reason without those nagging doubts that tell you that you're not good enough, that things will go wrong, that critical voice or saboteur hopefully disappearing and leaving you in peace. Wouldn't that be great? You might imagine a feeling of peace, calm, clarity and a clear sense of direction, a feeling of weight being lifted, a liberated feeling. Decision making might suddenly be easy. Communication becomes a breeze. Take a little time to really get clear on how you'd like things to be when you have the confidence you want. Create a clear vision of how you'd like to be. And now let's look at how you could make it happen. Many of us have a tendency to notice what's not working, what's difficult, the negative things. We've been programmed from a young age, some believe from prehistoric times, to notice risk, to remember bad things so we don't do them again. With this script running in our heads, it's hard to feel positive and confident, as we only see negatives. To be more confident, a little reprogramming is required. You'll need to start noticing good things, positive things, the things that are going well. Martin Seligman in his book Authentic Happiness and another book Flourish looks at these ideas and calls it hunting the good stuff. If you have time and you like reading, I recommend those books. In them, he suggests making a commitment to writing down three good things every day. These can be as simple as having a good cup of coffee. Or they can move up to completing a great project or being successful at something. By doing this every day, eventually it becomes a habit. And this ingrained pattern of thinking really can bring a focus to what you can do as opposed to constantly thinking about what you can't. So ask yourself, it's not going to take a lot of time, is it, to write down three good things every day? How can you start hunting the good stuff? How can you fit this into your daily routine? So hunting the good stuff is in the present. Then you can look back and start hunting the good stuff in the past. Get a piece of paper and start thinking about things that have gone well, all the good stuff over your life. Don't be modest as no one else needs to see this. Go on, really sing your own praises as if your biggest fan were doing so. You might have made somebody's day. You might have made somebody smile or laugh. You might have created something good. You might have set your mind on doing something and achieved it. 
you can start small and build up. Really spend some time on this. Really brainstorm all the good things that you've done in your life. Keep this paper and refer back to it frequently, especially when you might be feeling a bit of a wobble with the confidence levels. When your mind is constantly searching for good stuff, using present and past evidence of good stuff, you're so much more likely to feel positive and confident. From this, you'll start noticing all your strengths. Keep going. Don't give up. Write down all the things you're good at, no matter how small. You might be a great listener, a good writer. You might be good at creating things with your hands. You might be good at remembering jokes, making people laugh, making people feel at ease, understanding computers. You might know all about plants or a certain genre of literature. You might be good at reading or be a great team member. You might be a good cook or a washer-upper like me. Enjoy this bit. Think of everything you can do. This is where you're at your best and you feel confident. So whenever you're feeling a little bit underconfident, when the self-doubt creeps in, do more of these things. Take yourself in your imagination to a time when you're doing it, loving it. Our brains are really clever. They're clever enough to be able to recreate those feelings in us physically and make us feel happy, calm and confident. And those feelings of self-doubt will slowly ebb away. Put all these thoughts on your phone in a lovely notebook, wherever suits you. Wherever you know, you'll come back, you'll remember to go there whenever you feel that creeping self-doubt. They're all handy tools and very simple if you commit to doing them frequently. Another handy tool, one that I use a lot, is the crap channel, as named by Dr Chris Johnson. We all have noise in our heads, some good things, some bad things. Sometimes the bad things get loud. He called this the crap channel. And if you use snack, S-N-A-C, that we've talked about before in the podcasts, S standing for stop, N notice, A acknowledge with no judgment, C change, ask yourself what would be more useful. You can stop yourself, you can notice the script is playing, ask what it's saying, acknowledge it with curiosity and ask yourself if changing channels would be a more useful thing to do. If so, which channel would you like to listen to? Some have come up with the reasonable channel, the positive channel, the fun channel. Whatever you choose, this is the channel which puts you in a good place, which says supportive stuff, and it brings you back to that place of confidence. Which channel will you choose? And what about weaknesses, you might say? It's not realistic to only focus on all the good things. That's not how life is. It's not always useful. Sometimes we have to acknowledge weaknesses. Yeah, that's true. We need to acknowledge weaknesses and then ask ourselves, what can we do? There are things we need to work on. And then you can say, okay, so I can't do that yet. The word yet has huge power. Have a look at Carol Dweck, that's D-W-E-C-K on YouTube and her work around the power of yet and growth mindset. 
seeing setbacks as opportunities, as challenges that can be overcome, something that we can move through from unknown to known. That again brings a sprinkling of positivity. And what if you feel confident in your everyday, the things you know how to do, the people you already know, but this confidence disappears when you need to do something you haven't done before, when you step into the unknown. This journey out of our comfort zone is often a tough one. And to do it, we know that we can grow, learn, develop when we get there. Here I find reframing useful. What if we saw new things as exciting, energising and adventure and approached them with curiosity and playfulness? As a client once said, the comfort zone is living in black and white and she really wanted to live in Technicolor, but she was afraid to step out there. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to feel worried. It's also okay to lean in and experience these feelings. Be curious about them. See stepping out of the comfort zone as something fascinating that will enrich us. It's here that we grow. What if we all stayed the same and never stepped into the unknown out of the comfort zone? Finally, to keep these confidence levels up, it can help to choose those people that you surround yourself with. Friends and family should boost you and shine a light on the good stuff. Being with people who highlight your failings or weaknesses is not going to help your confidence levels. Being being with people who are jealous of you won't help either. I recommend actively seeking out like-minded people who genuinely and generously want you to be happy. And if things don't work out as hoped, they'll be there for you. Being able to reciprocate is important as it helps us to recognise that we can be helpful and needed. And this really helps us as well with self-belief and confidence. Okay, so remember the tools. Hunt the good stuff. Write down three things every day that are good. Hunt the good stuff in the past with a list of things that you've done well, that have gone well. Use snack to turn down the crap channel and choose a more positive one. List your strengths and use the power of yet with weaknesses. Step out of your comfort zone and enjoy it. I hope you found this useful and I'll be continuing with these themes of what gets in the way of our success, of us doing what we really want to do and make sure that you tune in and listen to it next time.